Hey, hello, hi, I'm Lori, and welcome to another Beautifully Broken podcast. I'm glad that you are here joining me today. Um, This Christmas edition of the podcast is um, not something I normally do. Normally at Christmas, if you were here last week, I explained that I normally run away and cocoon myself in December because I have certain dates that I like to, I don't know, what have I done with these dates? Memorialized, um, uh, put up little monuments for them. Uh, They're sacred somehow. I don't know. But this year I thought, I'm not doing this again. I'm not going to set those dates aside I'm going to walk through December with my head held high. I'm not going to focus on the loss. I'm going to focus on the present. And I'm going to podcast. I'm going to podcast through the month of December. Well, isn't this an interesting coincidence that God has me in right now? Because you see today, when you're listening to this, is December 6th. And that is a monumental day in my life because my husband passed away December 6, 2015, so eight years ago at 8.05 at night. And I could tell you about what it was like being in that room. Very good friend of mine, she was in that room with me when we saw my husband take his last and final breath. But... I don't want to talk about that. I told you last week I wanted to walk through this Christmas season with you because not only if you are experiencing loss or brokenness or whatever it is, I feel like you don't have to be a widow. All of us have these days in our lives where we just feel like we'll never be the same. Something happened that broke us. And I don't know what your day is. That day one is one of those days for me today, December 6th. And um, I had asked you last week to please slide into my DMs, tell me on the comments, like, what do you want to talk about during this Christmas season? And guess what? I got a big fat zero from anybody. Nobody's told me anything that they would like to uh, talk about during this time. So you are left with what I want to talk about. And I didn't know what I wanted to talk about. Um, Crazy enough, I never put it together that I would be dropping a podcast on Wednesday, December 6th. It didn't hit me until a few days ago. And I thought, well, that's interesting, God. Um, I just, you know, he's got a sense of humor and uh, I don't always appreciate it, but I don't think he always appreciates mine. So, you know, there's that. But crazy enough, wouldn't you know it that God brought into my life several times over this last week, one main thing, one main thing. And the main lesson that I have been kind of pelted with in my Bible study, in my prayer journaling, um, in the things that I've read, in the things that I've listened to, 
is the thought of Emmanuel. Now, I know we're in Christmas, which is why I'm seeing this, but Emmanuel, guess what it means? I think most of us know. The word Emmanuel means God with us. And before Christ was born, 700 years before he was born, Isaiah wrote a little scripture, um, chapter 7, verse 14, that said, a virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him what? Emmanuel, which means God with us. And 2,000 years ago, when Jesus was born, it fulfilled this prophecy. And then John later writes in in John 1 uh, about how the Word became flesh and He dwelt among us. And that's the Word is talking about Jesus and how He wasn't just God. He was fully God, but He was also fully man, which is kind of crazy to think about. In Philippians 2, uh, verse 7, it talks about how Jesus emptied Himself taking on the form of a servant. So Jesus humbled himself as God and became a man. It is such a crazy concept that God, God, Jesus, who spoke creation into being, Jesus, who is in heaven, Jesus, who is God, humbled himself to become a man. Um, and not just, just like a God-man, like in every sense of the word man. So in Isaiah 53, it talks about Jesus, that he was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Interestingly enough, I just had this conversation with a friend of mine over coffee And we were talking about this very thing, about how Jesus could be fully God and fully man. And what did that mean? And she was arguing the fact that because he was God, he had to know what was ahead of him. He had to know in advance all the things. But I argued the fact that in order for him to be fully man and understand what we walk through, he didn't necessarily know the ins and outs of what was going to happen. Yes, he is God and and he could have known. And I don't know how that all works together because he's fully God and fully man. I've never been that. Um, And how could he, as God, not know I don't know, but I think in order for him to sympathize and empathize with us in in every way, he had to be like us. And so, yes, when his best friend Lazarus, they called him and said he was sick, he needed to come, he stayed. Why did he stay? Because I think God told him to stay. But did he know why he was staying? I'm not sure. When he got there and Lazarus was dead, he wept. 
He felt what we feel like when we lose a special somebody in our lives. When he looked out over the multitudes and saw their sin and their guilt and and how lost they were, he wept because he wanted so desperately for them to see the truth. Jesus understood exactly everything that we did. And because of this, because he understands, the fact that he is God Emmanuel, that he's with us, do you understand that? The God of the universe is with us, which is incredibly crazy to think about. I don't know what you have walked through in your life that has broken you in some way. But to think about the fact that God is with you through it all. I know you felt lonely. I know you've felt hopeless. I know you felt in a very dark, dark place. But how often do we take time to remember that God is Emmanuel, that Jesus is with us through every circumstance, through every day. Psalms 34, 18 is, I love this verse so much. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Have you ever been crushed in spirit? I know I have. And days like today for me, they have crushed me. They bring back all the remembrance of the sadness and the darkness and the despair of losing the love of my life. What was I going to do without Greg? I lost my ministry. I lost my job. I lost my best friend, my husband. I lost the father to my children. All of those things happened eight years ago today. And yet here I am making a podcast But I can tell you that Jesus, Emmanuel, has been with me the whole time. Even when I was in the darkness, even when I didn't want to see the light because I was so sad and so grieving and and maybe so felt sorry for myself some of those years. Jesus was still Emmanuel. He was still fully God and yet he could sympathize and empathize with me because not only had he lost loved ones, he himself was broken. He knew when he went to the garden before he was arrested that he was going to, it was not going to be good. It was going to be painful and he didn't want to do it. And he prayed that God would choose another way. Oh my goodness. Have I been there? I have prayed to God that things in my life could be a different way. And yet, just like Jesus, we have a decision to make. Are we going to trust the Heavenly Father who loves us the most and knows us the best and sees things that we cannot see? Are we going to trust Him that even in our darkest times, even in our broken times, that He is with us 
that He loves us, that He has a good plan for us? I mean, these are questions I ask myself when I sit and I sulk and I want to feel sorry for myself. And it is sad. It is, it's terribly sad when you've lost someone or you've lost a dream. It is so, so hard. And I don't think we have to beat ourselves up for the sadness or the brokenness that we feel, but I know for me personally, this is just me, I can sometimes sit in that darkness and just have a big old pity party for myself and and feel sad and lost. And, and I don't want to think about the fact that Emmanuel, God is with me because he doesn't feel like he's with me. No, look around. I'm by myself. I'm in my bed. I can't get out. I don't want to move. And yet, in the background, in the quiet, if I really open my ears to listen, I know that Jesus would whisper, I'm here. I'm close. I'm close to the brokenhearted. I love, this was another verse that came up through this week of being in scripture, and I thought it just was so perfect for today. John 8, 12. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Do you have the light of life? Do I have the light of life? I can tell you for so many years on December 6th, I had zero light of life. And there are times when I thought life itself was overrated. Life is messy. Life is difficult. Life hurts. And yet, Emmanuel, God is with us. God is with me. God is with you. Are we living in light or are we choosing to live in darkness? It is a choice, you know. This life is messy. It's full of disease and disasters and and people who are terrible. It's full of brokenheartedness, broken plans, broken promises. It's so easy to walk in the darkness, to feel sorry for ourselves, to make ourselves that person who is always the one that has the terrible things happen to. We're always the victim if we wanted to be. But there is another way. We don't have to stay in the darkness. Now, that being said, you will understand that I am eight years removed from the darkest day of my life. Um, So if you are new here and you have had a new grief in your life, please know that this has taken me time to come to this place. But can I just whisper that Jesus is Emmanuel, even in your desperate times? God is with you and he loves you. But for those of us who are a few miles away from the darkest days of our life, can I remind you that there really is a choice. We can choose to live in the light. How do we live in the light? Well, in my U version, um, 
which is an app, it's a Bible app, I've been doing this daily prayer thing where it will, I set a reminder, it will remind me every day to pray. And it has like a little guide that will just kind of give you some prompts, which is where a lot of these verses came from. Um, interestingly, again, what a coincidence that God, you know, would have these verses come at this time. But we walk in the light by being in prayer, by being in scripture by surrounding ourselves with people who trust in the Lord. It's Christmas time. There are so many good Christmas verses that talk about this very thing, that Jesus came. He was our Savior. We needed rescuing from the darkness that is sin, and He is it. He came to to save us, and what a blessed thing that is. You can choose to walk in the light. I'm going to end us today with the prayer that was in the prayer guide of the YouVersion app this week, because I think it is so good. Let me pray for us. Jesus, with you, I know I don't have to go through life alone. You are the light of my life, and I want to follow you with each step I take. Guide me through every decision I make and challenges I face, I am honored to place my hope in you. God, I also want to add to that prayer. Thank you for being with us. God, we are a broken people. And yes, life is messy. We are broken. And life hurts sometimes so desperately bad. But God, we will trust you with today. Help us just start there. That was just to start with today. God, today we choose you. God, today we remember that you are with us. God, thank you for being with us. Those of us who are broken, who are crushed in spirit. God, there's so many of us this Christmas season who feel that that desperation. We feel lonely. We feel sad. And God, Help us to remember that you came to bring us life and life abundantly. So we pray that we would see the good in today. God, help us to walk in your light, not to dwell in the darkness, not to dwell on what's lost, but God, help us to focus on what is present because it's a gift. And we pray all these things in your name. Amen.